Hello, friends. Welcome back to our podcast on the cross. This is our continuation of a podcast that we sent out earlier. We left that podcast with Jesus on the cross, having paid the price and really losing everything in that sense for our sake. And we're going to open up this section of the podcast by asking, is following Jesus actually going to cost us something? And then we're going to deal with how the cross becomes the power of God for salvation for us, how Jesus Christ himself was released through the cross. So thank you for joining us in this podcast and hope you enjoy it. With the purpose of building up the body of Christ through local discipleship, national partnerships, and international support of indigenous missionary activity, welcome to Hope Builders International. Okay, is my following Jesus really going to cost me? Uh, yeah, it actually is. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with yes on that. Well, you know that it. You you've seen it in your own life. Oh yeah, you've seen what it's cost you. you why don't you tell us the story, Jeff, of, yeah. of your flying and what happened with that? Well, you know, I think this is the thing about coming to God. Is you know, you, you're one of the good guys now, and if I follow these principles, if I uh, do the notes on the page and live my life accordingly, uh, everything's going to turn out well. And I think we have a real problem with being perceived as what you just opened up uh, with Jesus as uh, he's on the cross, there's a failure. Yeah. We're, we're very ashamed of failure. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look like God's on our mm-hmm. side. Uh, and yet, inevitably, this happens to everyone. And it, there's a major confusion when this happens. And I really believe that God dispatches you through the cross from first half of living into into a greater experience of him. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult when it happens. And so we want to hold on to our old old life with, with the death grip. And my identity uh, when I came to Christ was I was an airline pilot. I knew who I was. You know, I'm the captain, uh, very much part of my identity. And then I, I'll never forget the day I woke up and I... I I turned on my computer and I couldn't see half the screen. I, I literally um, uh, was pulled out of flying because if you have any visual problems at all, you can't fly. And I found myself almost as if a fish out of water uh, without being able to depend on what I had seen as my identity. And I thought, what? What's next? Uh, you know, what do I do now? If I could describe the cross in our life, every one of us feel like we're going to die. It's all over. When this, if this were to happen, it's all over. Yeah. And what I found out was there was a tremendous amount of life and freedom on the other side of me losing my identity. Mm-hmm. I almost had to lose my life in order to find it. Yeah. And life on the other side of flying jets were some of the best years that I've ever ever, ever known. Mm-hmm. I just began to... The, it seems like almost the more you drop, the more you lose, uh, the freer you get, you know? Mm-hmm. And you actually become a, a human being that other people mm-hmm. don't mind being around. You become, I think, as you say in this chapter, salty yeah. through, through the cross. Yeah. And so my experience through the cross is I'm holding on to my own life. There's no way I would choose the cross. 
Yeah. He brings it to us. That's exactly And he knows right. exactly how to bring it to us. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's my uh, yeah. experience. That is so important. I remember as a young believer thinking, I, I chose the cross. I identified what the cross was. Oh, yeah. this is the cross. Oh, that's the cross. Well, when the Lord brings his killing power into your life, yeah. you do not go there willingly. <laughs> you just don't because, you know, your nature is, is there. But, you know, praise the Lord for what is on the other side of that. That, yeah. that's that because that, that's really where Jesus is inviting us to. He's yeah. really inviting us to the freedom, and you know, just to look at this last example. Okay, they're passing by, they're making fun of him, they're ridiculing him because he can't finish what he started, but he knew that his death was the ultimate cost, and that he knew that his father was waiting on the other side, and yeah. that's the reality. That on the other side of that, the father was waiting. Yeah. To resurrect him and to exalt him. And yeah. that was part of the cause. Sometimes we don't figure that in, but Jesus did figure that in. Yeah. And as a result, he took all of that. And, you know, really the cross is about him taking all of that on him, taking it into the grave, you know, well, you being know, resurrected. Uh, you know, what's interesting about that is that. These are the the cross comes at us is yeah. I think what we're trying to say. So God brings that, and that's actually His job. Uh, like you said, we wouldn't choose it. So it's actually His job. What's more interesting is the resurrection is His job also. Right. And where there's death, there's resurrection Amen. coming. And um, the, that we we don't actually manufacture the resurrection either. It no, says that Jesus didn't uh, uh, raise uh, himself from the dead. He, right. he was raised from the dead. That's so right. again, the father that's right. uh, is the one who had to raise him from, from the dead. And so that's right. I, I think that's the thing. If people are going through traumatic experiences, it, we, the first thing we want to do is blame the enemy. We want to mm-hmm. blame other people around us for what's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we become accusing. But we want to say, hey, hold on for a second. This might not be the enemy, and it might not be the other people around you, that uh, maybe God is in this in some way. Not that he brought sickness or some sort of disease or, you know, anything like that, but that he could use this trial to bring freedom to your life, that something good is on the other side, that there's resurrection coming. You know, Peter declared at Pentecost, God raised Jesus up again putting an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. Mm. You know what? As amazing as this is, Jeff, now it's impossible for you to be held in death's power. That's amazing. It's impossible for me to be held in Mm. death's power because Mm. this life is in us that we've been talking about. You know, that's fascinating. So you're telling me, Lance, that if I go through a death experience, that it's not going to last forever? It is definitely not going to last forever. There's there's going to be an end to it. There's going to be joy somewhere coming in the morning. And that is exactly what Jesus Christ was going for when he invited us to follow him. This is is life. And uh, you, you know what's interesting about that too, and I would like to say for anybody who's suffering right now and experiencing mm-hmm. the cross, and we're not trying to make light of it. You know that please remember, you know, uh, you know, some fanciful thing is going to come your way. Right. That th- these are hard times, and much of life is lived as is as if the 
first and second day of Jesus' death, you know, and then it was there was the third day, but the mm-hmm. third day did come, yeah. and that that is ultimately what he's after. Mm-hmm. It's not that he wants to bring the cross so that life becomes di- difficult for you. He's ultimately after freedom uh, and and the resurrection coming in your life. Yeah, you know, and this takes us right back to what you mentioned at the beginning. You know, First Corinthians, Paul writes. Uh, the word of the cross, well, he says, Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, that the cross of Christ should not be made empty. For the word of the cross is to those who are perishing foolishness. Well, they're perishing. I, I, I feel for them. But to them, it's foolishness. But to us who are being saved... It is the power of God. Right. Okay, so how does that work? Yeah. Why don't you to open that up? Let's, well, look. How, okay, how what happens at the, the cross? We God. look at the cross, and some, you know, some traditions even have Jesus still up there. You know, I'm, I'm that, sorry. That yeah. just, he's not there. But, okay, he's on the cross, but he dies. And then that takes care of sin, which is wonderful. That puts us back in the garden at the beginning. But what else is released at the cross? Uh, life. Life is released. You know, the water comes out. Yeah. That's life. The yeah. blood comes out. That's cleansing. Right. And Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Mm-hmm. So we know the story. He's resurrected. The disciples don't know what's going on. He meets with Mary. She goes to tell him he's okay. He ascends to the Father where he is wondrously glorified. Mm-hmm. I believe in that process he becomes, again, yeah. the man who can walk through a rib cage. He is released. You know, the Lord says early on, the Holy Spirit could not yet be given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Mm -hmm. So here the Holy Spirit, now through this, well, let me put it this way, the glorified Lord Jesus through the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. can now come Mm -hmm. and breathe that life into you and into me. That's the next movement. And we don't, we undervalue that movement that, how is the word of cro- the word of the cross the power of God? Because in the cross the Lord is released. Mm. Is he a failure? Does he not count the cost? No. He is released mm. to become the seat of life mm. and to bring this mystery yeah. of life into us so that it, and what's he, what's he doing? Well, you know, some things in there need to die. Yeah. You know, uh, things that are in all of us, and we know yeah. what they are. They, yeah. they need they need an early death, and it's yeah. a mercy killing. Yeah. It's a mercy killing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's this. Yeah. My wife would not mind me saying that. You know, when she was a kid, she had scoliosis. You know, the curvature of the spine, mm-hmm. and the best they knew to do for it at that time was to wrap her in a body cast. As if somehow that outward form would change what was going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. And she lived wow. in that thing for a year. And when she was a teenager, I mean, it was mm-hmm. hell for her. Mm-hmm. And they took that thing off after a year. And you know what? Yeah. Didn't change it. Didn't change a thing. And, and sometimes yeah. we think that's what the cross is. It's like a body cast. God wants to slap you in chains. Yeah. Uh, we have this idea, okay, the cross means suffering, suffering service, dullness, yeah. monastery no life. Fun. No fun. That is the, as far as you can get from what the cross actually does wow. in releasing this, where the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. Yeah. There, I mean, you went through a death in your job, 
And you walked out on the other side with freedom. Yeah, it was amazing. You did, I, I, you know? And God knew exactly what I needed. And yeah. you know what's amazing is you talk about this, the cross is the power of God for you, Lord of the Rings uh, fans out there. Mm-hmm. This is Jesus going from Gandalf the Gray to Gandalf the White. Yeah. Okay, because we get a life now that um, is a, a human life, too, is mixed with God's life that has lived this life, has died, and has risen to the Father. And it encompasses everything now, from hell to the ascension of the Father. And where could we go to be outside of that life? Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. He gives us this amazing um, fullness and it finds that here's the real mystery. Uh, it, it 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 finds itself a, attached to us. You know, it, yeah. this life wants to be include us in it. And, yeah, that's uh, a, it's so. Yeah, you know, how what do, a wonder. Yeah, w- without yeah. a doubt. Um, so we can say this: we could say that the cross unleashes the power of God because the cross allowed Jesus Christ to become the life-giving spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul put it this way, the first Adam became a living soul, the last Adam a life-giving spirit. I mean, even Jesus, in a certain sense, was released yeah. at the cross. into a, Out of a confinement that he chose, yeah. that he willingly humbled himself, but yeah. the cross for him was release into being the life-giving spirit. So, okay, Lance, here's my question for you. And I honestly am um, not re- really clear on this, but Paul then says that I don't boast in the flesh. I boast in the cross right. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. What, what's he saying there? I, well, I, 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 think I don't saying, really understand that. Well, I think he's saying that what, what set him free? What is the defining thing that uh, set him free? Okay, it was the death of Jesus Christ. It was Jesus Christ going to the cross, covering his sins, covering his past, covering everything, and then energizing him, making him a son of God, Mm. making him a new creation, Mm -hmm. and then empowering him from day to day. Mm -hmm. That happened because of the cross. There's nothing else that Mm -hmm. Jesus did, as wonderful as it all was, that allowed that to happen. Mm. That's why other religions won't let him be the crucified Christ. Mm. He can be the good teacher. He can be the wise speaker. He can be the miracle Mm. worker. He can be all that stuff. But he can't be the one who goes to the cross because that is where sin is covered and life is released, Mm. the eternal life of God. So I think that's why the cross was Paul's boast because there was no boast in him. You know, he said we in Philippians. He wrote, "We're we're the real circumcision, yeah. Who do what? Who uh, worship in the Spirit of God, glory in Christ Jesus, and put no confidence in the flesh." Wow. And it was the cross that took care of that flesh, and that's why I think the cross became his boast. And he wouldn't didn't want to take credit for anything because it was all done there yeah. by the Lord Jesus. Those of us who have had the experience, and I know you've suffered some real trauma. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that happened with us is we went to a funeral one time yeah. for a mutual friend, and mm-hmm. we couldn't really explain it. Mm-hmm. There was just there was just weeping. Yeah. Uh, we all gathered. Yeah. But I remember something, Lance, that happened during our gathering, uh, and it was the cross for us all. And the cross is a great mystery. Nobody can explain it. You can't explain it while it's going on. You might as well not even bother. 
but mm-hmm. we started to sing. Yeah. And it was a beautiful moment. Somehow mm-hmm. we found reliefs. Somehow yeah. we found the other side yeah. of this what we, this this death, you know, yeah. together. Yeah. How did Jesus handle the cross? Yeah. Well, that's an amazing thing, you know, if you if you look at him in the night that he was crucified, he's there with his disciples. Um they take the Lord's supper in picture for the last time because the cup and the loaf are about to be made available mm-hmm. in reality. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Matthew 26 actually talks about it. But when they were all done with that supper, and Jesus did it with joy, and he did it with thanks, it says, and I love this I love this idea, it says singing and hymning, it actually says, hymning. Mm-hmm. They walked out to the Mount of Olives. Wow. So what's in my mind there? Jesus is leading his disciples to his own execution, mm-hmm. and he's singing. He's singing. I mean, he's pulling psalms, I think, out of the Old Testament. You know, you are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance, maybe. Or, uh, unto you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Don't let me. I mean, who knows what psalms, but I think he's, they're singing on their way to Gethsemane. And here Jesus, only Jesus can do that. Yeah. Where does that song come from? That song came comes from him. It doesn't come from me or you. It comes from him because why? Because he knows the Father. Yeah. He knows the Father's ability to bring life out of death. He knows. I mean, that's the kind of Lord we have. So it isn't up to us to try to live this way or make this stuff happen. I mean, it's this life is in us and wells up in us as, as we learn to just mm. allow him to do that and we do it together one another we encourage each other in that so yeah you know um talking about the going back a little bit the vulnerability of jesus um he even said at one point um that i don't say anything unless my father tells me to say it that's right and what he was saying is is that he needed this other realm uh in order to live this life i don't do anything unless my father tells me to do it you know and I think ultimately this is what the cross does for us, is, is, it, is it forces us to realize that we need another life. Yeah. Uh, and that whatever it takes to break through, whether it's singing, whether it's fellowship with another person who can tell you the truth, a good elder, yeah. um, it's, it's ultimately yeah. about you connecting up with this other realm. Because yeah. once you do... Um, that's the only comfort that you have, and the and the only guiding light you have comes from another realm. Yeah, you know, I love the way Paul put it. He said, "Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into His death?" Mm-hmm. So we went in there with Him. Therefore, we have been buried with Him through baptism into death. Why? In order that as Christ was raised from the dead. Through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. What life? His life. That's where our hope is. I mean, Jesus, he is so far yeah. better. And, you know, yeah. and he went through the cross to get yeah. us there, to bring us this life. So our prayer for you is what it is for us. Just that, that thank you, Lord, for this cross. Thank you. I can thank you every day for this cross that covered my sin that ended my perishing life and brought new divine life into us. So, 
And I, I would just like to say, if uh, you're experiencing the heaviness uh, of that right now, I would just want to say that you're approved. I, I think that when God brings the cross, he's approving you in a certain way to say you're ready uh, for what's on the other side of that. And um, if you need some help, contact a good elder, and you know who that person is in your life yeah. uh, to help walk you through this together. We are to walk through it together. Right. We'll see you next time on the next adventure in Exploring the Divine. Thank you for listening to Hope Builders International. Discover ways that you can join us with building up the body of Christ by visiting our website at hope-builders.org.